French fried potatoes. One Mom. potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, 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 potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, TJ. Thanks, TJ. Uh, welcome to episode 311, even though I have not posted 310 yet, I just realized that. <laughs> um, not just realized, I realized it when I opened the laptop this morning. Uh, yeah, if I don't do it right away, I often forget, because I don't use this laptop. Uh, and now that I'm working from home, I have my school laptop here, so I just use that for anyth- everything, because it's way lighter and easier to carry around. So anyway, that's why the uh, episode's not uploaded yet. 310 isn't uploaded yet. And this is 311. Um, we didn't really have much of a plan today, but I did watch a video last night of upcoming movies that I had kind of forgotten about. Not forgotten about, but, um, just that there were still, there were a bunch of anticipated movies coming this year that the last two years have taught us not to expect anything and not to get your hopes up, you know? Yeah, it's like when people started, like, posting, like, oh, I'm going to see the advanced preview of, like, Top Gun Maverick. I'm like... Oh, yeah, that exists. Oh, yeah. yeah. That exists. I, I forgot about that film that was supposed to come out like two years ago. And so far, I've heard it's really good. People are saying it's very, very good. Are you are you surprised by that? I kind of am. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's kind of in our sweet spot, though, because we like the shit like Old Man Logan and stuff like that. So, But this, if this is like an Old Man Maverick kind of movie, yeah. I, I can get behind that. I can't get behind the fact that he is 58 years old and still a captain. They would have kicked him out by now. <laughs> Speaking of... But he's Maverick. They would have kicked him he's out by now. He's Top Gun. <laughs> if you're not captain by, like, early to mid-30s, well, that's what, yeah, you're like, out, well, brother. Because, like, yeah, again, <laughs> military... When Connor told me he got promoted to, like, first lieutenant, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I actually had to look it up to see. And I'm like, captain's yeah. next. Yes. So I'm, he's going to get another bar. So I kept... Yeah, so when I saw him, I'm like, oh... Why wouldn't he be a captain yet? I'm like, my kid's not even Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember that when they were in Top Gun, they were mostly lieutenants. Yeah, they were, and that's because they were all like first and second year pilots. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I heard that it's really good. Yeah. Now, we're basing that, judging that on who has seen it so far. Well, I guess critics have seen it. So critics like, have seen it, and a couple people that I know and trust their a lot of their takes. Yeah. I'm like. If they say it's, you know, because uh, my friend Brad had it, like, it was like, he ranked all, like, the Tom Cruise performance. He had it, like, at, like, 16 or something. Yeah. Which, considering how many movies he's made, <laughs> that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, that's not hyperbole, usually, because it's not like, oh, it's the best Tom Cruise movie ever. Right. But you're like, oh, it's 16. I'm like, okay, he's put thought into this. What is the best Tom Cruise movie? Uh, for me? Ooh. What's my favorite Tom Cruise movie? I think there's probably a difference between favorite and best. Oh, yes. Agreed. And also, like, my, I think his best performance for me is Magnolia. And he's not in that that much, but I love his performance in that. Are and you I, watching that this month? I'm so behind. I, I, I haven't watched a I single haven't, piece. I haven't, I haven't, haven't seen any, because I've been waiting yet. I've been waiting to fire up There Will Be Blood oh, when I I've see it on so, your I'm diary. So far, I'm so far behind right now. I'm, I, I see that, but it's like... Because Andrew's been home at nights a lot and has wanted to watch movies. And 
usually if we're both home, she wants to watch a horror movie, and I'm not going to say no to that. Right. So, and I have, like, my A24 ones that I've been watching, so it's like, I've got a feeling like one, like, one night, or I can't say one night, because goddamn, it makes three hour long movies. But, like, there'll be, like, one weekend, probably, where I'll knock out, like, six. Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't have like as stern like this the hard uh, month to month stuff that you do, mm-hmm. but just knowing that next month is Korean month, yeah, I've watched like three in a row, three in the nice. last week or so. And I'm actually uh, for the Video Monsters podcast. We don't know what we're doing for four of our months, so we're having a tournament of what are we going to do for those four months. Oh, are you going to put Korean I, I have in there? put Korean cinema in there? Yes. So, uh, I and I'm going to fight hard for it. So we'll see. Like I said, it, it's all, I mean, we're putting in, like, 15 choices each. Jesus. And then it's going to, yeah, and then, like, only 16 are going to get drawn. So, huh. the chances of it making it to the tournament are, like, one in three. But, we'll see. So, like, you've got to come up with 16 month ideas? Yeah. Wasn't hard. Really? Oh, well, no. I, guess, <laughs> I guess, okay, so I, I, I'd be willing to accept that it was not difficult. Mm-hmm. But... I would, ha- I personally, I know I would have clear favorites. Oh, I, de- I definitely do. Can you stack the deck? Can you put Korean 15 times? No. You have 15 votes. Can't you use them for whatever you want? Yeah, I mean, we, here, we, I'll, I'll email this to you, though. We have a ballot okay. so that listeners can get choices. Oh, so we can ballot stuff. You can ballot we, stuff. We can Just use different email addresses. We can addresses. stop the steal. Or yeah. S- steal the... Harvesting! Harvesting... <laughs> Boxes. Ballots. I mean, what do we have? My my fifteen were number one, Korea cinema. Number two, oddly enough, Tom Cruise films. Huh. Number three, America. Fuck yeah. Movies in which Americans are the heroes, even though they probably made most of the problems. Uh, folk horror. You just na- you just described eighty percent of superhero movies. Yep. <clears throat> uh, book adaptations. Danny Boyle films. Teen movies. Australian films. Film noir. Black exploitations. Uh, movies with large casts, huh. Charlie's Theron films, uh, movies that kicked off a TV series, single location films, and Battle Your Bully films. I like the, well, obviously, I like the Korean mm-hmm. one, the noir one, and what was right before or after noir? Exploitation and Australian films. The Australian one. You Australia, watch, there's like some great some good like, stuff. late 70s, early 80s Australian films. Um, and I'm not even talking like George Miller shit. Right. <laughs> uh, I just, could you even squeeze New Zealand in there too? <laughs> or is that, Ooh. or is that, that is a totally different vibe. I'm, I'm going to say I probably could. I'm not sure how Australians nor New Zealand, cause like one of our, one of our listeners, regular listeners is an Australian filmmaker. Really? I'm not sure how he would feel about me saying, oh, you guys are just the same as New Zealanders. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Actually, yeah. He, ah, uh, Christ, Robert, that was Robert's last name. Woods, Robert Woods. He, uh. He's a wide receiver for the Titans. Yes. <laughs> Bobby Trees. Also, also. Do you uh, call him Bobby Trees? No. That would be great. <laughs> He'd probably be like, what? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? He uh, directed a film that was at the Chattanooga Film Festival last year called um, A Perfect Host, which is a hilarious uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers type film. Really good. But he also does a lot of work with digital effects down there. Uh, so he's a pretty pretty interesting guy. All right, we were just paused. We unpaused. Um, 
We had a bitch fest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I'm definitely. Made it sound like we had girls over or something. Uh. <laughs> we were. I'm not that crass. Uh, but we had. Uh, yeah. I will be pushing hard for the Korean cinema in that tournament, if it makes it um. to the 16. Oh yeah, uh, the Australian stuff. I just because I just bought that one that I watched last year. These final hours. That's super Australian. Which one? These final hours. <clears throat> it was really good. Oh yeah. Super Australian, best thing about it right here, 87 minutes. You're out in an hour and 26. Love it. Yeah, I was looking over, because um, we're doing a podcast tonight, we're talking with like the guy who leads the, who runs the Chattanooga Film Fest, mm-hmm. so I had a list of like films I want to watch the trailers to. Is that the one that you rented the thing last year and watched like 30 movies in yeah. three days? Yeah. Um, that's, a- that's how they're doing it again this year. So, like, and I was looking through most of the trailers, or, you know, looking for trailers, most, most of these films are, like, 80 minutes long. I'm like, fuck. Well, that's the way it was last yes. year, wasn't it? There yeah. was a lot of, like... A lot of, like, 70 to 80 minutes. Yeah. Do any of them, did anything that you watched, or anything that would come out of uh, that festival be bought by... Oh, yeah. Like, big time. Not big time. Like, a lot of them got picked up by Shutter. A lot of them got picked up by Shutter. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any that became like major. I don't think anything became major, but in the past, I guess some of the films have. Yeah. But they were. So, oh, um, I know the uh, the documentary uh, Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched has become like a big title. Not that it was a big pickup because it's a four hour fucking folk horror documentary, <laughs> but still, it was like very highly regarded. I'm always fascinated by, I've always been fascinated by how, like, uh, the, that scene works, and just how the, how movies get sold, Yeah, that are outside of... Yeah, because a lot of them, like I said, they got picked up by Shudder. Um, I've purchased, <laughs> like, three or four of them from last year on Blu-ray. I mean, they That's had very, good. they had small Blu-ray releases, but they had Blu-ray releases. Yeah. So it's like, you know, damn. Good job, guys. Yeah. You, you can find your audience. I mean, especially with, I mean, Shudder, especially, you can find an audience. Yeah. With a small movie, you can play on there and one of be pretty the, highly regarded. Uh, one of the movies I put on your uh, June in the Park 2022 list is uh, on Shudder. Which one? Monstrum. Yes, Monstrum. Uh, DJ actually just watched it. Man, I watched a fucked up uh, Thailand horror film. Really? And I, um, called The Sadness. Um, actually, pause. <laughs> Pausing. All right, unpaused. Uh, we just watched the trailer to The Sadness. Uh, so if you'd like, pause and do that. Because mm. you won't... You'll think we're exaggerating. No, it's... It's pretty fucked up. It's one of the most violent, depraved movies I've ever seen. It's, it's a zombie film. Where you get kind of like the rage virus, like you do in 28 Days yeah, Later. That's that's but what I was you, getting at first. But you keep your faculties. Like yeah. you don't become mindless. You just get filled with the desire to kill and fuck. It's terrific. And um, thankfully, most of the more disturbing sexual stuff is kept off screen. But like um, there is a lady whose eyeball gets... said but. There is a, a, a young lady whose eye gets poked out and then... Um, terrific. Used. Yep. Um, well, again, not on screen, but y- you know what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's like the worst of humanity, yeah, all in one film. It was like <clears throat> 28 Days Later and Train to Busan, just way more 
yeah. gore. Then like throw in like you know Gaspar No films, and um, I mean it's got a, definitely got a lot to say about like our our treatment of women and um, how we act in society now. Yeah. Um, so it's not just mindless violence for the sake of mindless, mindless violence, but yeah, there is some shit that even I was like, dear God, kind of back away from. <laughs> well, there was one scene where these these four young these four teens had like cornered a guy on a basketball court. And we're just beating him senseless. I mean, he was like a bloody, bloody mess. And then they wrapped barbed wire around the basketball pole and rammed him into it, like, crotch first, repeatedly. Jesus, spoilers for the sadness, Dan. Oh, 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 I'm not, I, I'm not <laughs> done. And then the, 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 the hero of the film kind of steps in and chases them away. And as the guy turns and looks, you can see his eyes are starting to turn that black thing. He's like, why did you stop them? I almost came. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, that's where we're at. Okay. Um. So <laughs> do they get progressively worse and worse and worse? Yeah. Though there's, so there's that period that they're kind of rage virusy, and then... Yeah, then they're just, yeah, barbarians. <laughs> it looks like a good time. It, it is. We watched it's a feel-good feel film. We, we, we watched the Red Band trailer. I don't even think there was an option to not watch a Red Band. Yeah. How could you even make a trailer for that movie? You have to cut out even the like like the red band is not showing anything. And you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah there was a lot of quick cuts. Yeah, uh, and, the, and the, the 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 zombie shit starts up pretty quickly. Like you see at the beginning of the trailer, them leaving their 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 house their their apartment. Yeah, that's like the first five minutes of the film, and then it's like crazy zombie shit from then on. Yeah, um, yeah, lots lots of depravity, lots of blood soaked people just having, like, these orgiastic fucking rolls in the, the blood, you know. Sweet. Yeah. It does make me want to... Uh, uh, Train to Busan is on my Korea watch list. That's awesome. So, Korea watch. Love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I was actually going to try to knock out a couple of those before we officially started in June. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did the three that I watched last week. I Oh, the other one that I wanted to make sure I watched was uh, the one that you watched last year that I never got around to, The Chaser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I watched that this past week. Um, but we can get into that in a minute. Um, you were at the Chattanooga Film Festival. Yeah. Um, so. Not physically. Not physically. Yeah, I think it's in June. So, sadly... June in the Park will have to be, like, delayed for, like, three days. Yeah. Because it's, it's a, it's, I mean, it's one of those things where... I remember last year it was, it was... Yeah, they do a thing... In I mean, it's actually pretty cool where the majority of the films you can watch whenever. But certain ones, it's like, okay, it's playing between 9 and noon. Yeah. I mean, 9 p.m. and midnight that yeah. night. You can start at any time between those times, but that's the only time it's playing. Yeah. So. I don't have a problem with that. I don't either, because I get it. It, it's, it it's actually a, it's makes a, it's it... It's a distribution thing. And it makes it feel more like an event. Yeah, like you're actually at a film festival yeah. type of thing. But it's... It, the lineup looks pretty good. There's one I can't fucking wait to see. I'm forgetting the title now. But some European filmmaker who's like an experimental filmmaker basically took Stephen King's The Langoliers, the actual film... And recut it down to about an hour, and did some weird shit with it, and has a new and has a movie from it. Huh. So it's like a you know, <coughs> an artistic re-editing of the Langoliers, which it had definitely needed something. 
What do you call something like that? A, a remix? Because if it was a song, that's what it would be. It would yeah, be a remix. I guess. Um, and but, I, like, it's weird because I'm assuming no one else is involved as far as from the no, original I thing. I don't believe so. Which, so like, which is making me very happy that it'll be there because this is something I don't know if this will ever be physically released. Yeah. Because it's, you know, he's... Yeah, that's got to be a licensing nightmare. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But that was one of my least favorite King adaptations. But... I don't remember caring for the story either. Oh, the story wasn't very good either. Okay, um, good. I'm not misremembering then. No, no, no. The story wasn't very good. The, the movie wasn't very good. But it was filmed, like, at Bangor International Airport. That was, like, the big deal. Like, right. It was filmed legitimately at the airport. I don't even remember what ends up happening, but I remember thinking that something more should have. Yeah. I think they end up going back through, like, a wrinkle thing. Yeah, something. And then the world is fine or some shit. I can't even remember. It's one of the... It's a four-hour fucking miniseries. Yeah. And it's was not necessary. I mean, I, th- I think w- once you take out the commercials, it's only like three hours, but still. It's still The funny film is still... not good, and three hours to dedicate to a not good film is a bridge too far some days. Well, and it's funny, because usually you make... There's no way you can squeeze an entire novel. They try to squeeze, like... Mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery is a bad example, because it's a pretty good movie, but... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Squeezing an entire novel into a two-hour movie, but they'll take four hours to do a fucking novella. novella. It's like yeah, a novella with what, not a lot fucking happening. 180 pages. I don't know. It's not. Yeah, it was something like that. It's about a quarter of a book. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Uh, it was the longest one in the, in the collection, though, right? I, th- I think, think so. I did not care for Four Past I didn't Midnight either. at all. It was not one of my favorite collections of his. And usually his short story, his novella collections are like fucking crack for me. That's yeah. the shit I want. Yeah. But this was like, no. Because it doesn't take you a fucking month to read it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can actually though, jump right from that to, uh, I, I attended the premiere of uh, Firestarter in Bangor. Ah. How was that? That film sucks. <laughs> I didn't even know it was in theaters. I thought it was on Peacock or something. It is. Okay. It, is. it premiered on both. Okay. Um, but they had like, WKIT had their event. Oh, okay. Um, no Stephen King. It's just, they had an event for it. Okay. Um, you had to win, either win tickets or, like, I got them because Gibran uh, and the Briar Patch in downtown Bangor, he sponsored it, so he got some free gotcha. tickets. Um, fuck me, man. I don't know how you can fuck up that even more. It's weird, isn't it? It is. Because it's like, you already have the book. Yeah. You already have the movie. Yeah. I know I have a soft spot for the movie. I'm no, I know you kind of think it's dull. Or no, you didn't like Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn was one you think is really dull. Yes, I was super bored with Children of the Corn. But uh, Firestarter, it has some good stuff in it. Yeah. Guess what stuff they chose to change? The, when you say good stuff, the movie, yeah. are you talking stuff that was added that was not in the book, or are you just no, saying No, no, stuff general? that was done well okay. in the book. Like um, okay. the farmhouse. Yeah. When they come for Charlie. Yeah. Okay, in this one, it's the old man farmer who turns them in. Okay. Because his wife is on a breathing apparatus from a car accident that she was in like 30 years ago. You find out he was the reason it happened. Okay. Yeah, because all that's fucking necessary. I'm, I'm watching it, I'm just like... This, that just seems like a change for the sake of changing something. There you go. You know? Well, <laughs> this was brought to you by... This, uh, this was produced by Akiva Goldsman, who also brought you The Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I do have a soft spot for the Dark Tower. <laughs> I don't think that movie's that bad. No, but that film had a lot of changes for the sake of just changing. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. And that's what this one did, too. Yeah. Um, what, what's the one thing you remember about the native dude? 
that it was George C. Scott. But what do you remember about him from the book? Um, that he was kind of rapey? Yeah. What if I told you at the end of this book he rescues Charlie and they, they go off together? That's the end of the movie. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Anyone who's read the book, the rapey native dude who was there to kill her, whose right. sole mission is to kill her. Right. Oh, I'm sorry, capture her first, yeah. study her, and then as he puts it, he gets her for her, his own use when they're done with her. Right. So, very child rapey vibes from right. this guy. In this one, they go off together at the end. Because even though he kills her, he kills her mother about two days prior. You just like <laughs> kicking everyone who cares about this story in the balls. Yeah. With that. I'm sitting there watching it and Andrea's looking at me. She's like, are you okay? She's like, she's like, you looked like you were in pain. I'm like, I was. Because I can get making changes. I get why they made uh, Rain Cloud or whatever the hell his name is, less rapey. Because George C. Scott was like, I'm not playing a child rapist. Yeah. <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> um, so I get that change. They ha- And I get why it wasn't included at all in this one, too. But, again, you have John John Raincloud being a murderer. But here's the here's the here's one of the other changes they made. He himself was experimented on. So he also has powers. Why? Thank you. <laughs> Why, though? Oh. It kind of takes away... Because it's kind of an X-Men analog. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes away from it if... Striker... is also one of the mutants. Yeah. It was, again, a very, very weird choice. Um, you get a lot more family time. After you get Charlie at school where all the kids think she's weird... And she does that whole, you know, setting the bathroom on fire thing. All of it, which was, oh, she murders a cat. At which point, good, because she gets mad. She, the cat scratches. She gets mad, and she <laughs> burns the cat. But the cat is still alive. So, like a puppet cat is like going, and like movie breathing. To which point, then you know, um, Afron's character is like, no, Charlie, you need to f- finish this. So she. Charge the cat. Barbecue the cat, Charlie. Oh, and then, and then this timely joke is made. Well, I hope, I hope that he is good in cat heaven, or she, or they. I'm surprised Efron even agreed to say that line. I know he the, had to have been like there Come was on. there was humor like that, which is topical. Yeah, on, in quotes. Yeah, littered throughout this. And every single one of them, you're like, this is, this is an Amy Schumer joke. <laughs> that's what. That's why it was ringing a bell. I'm yeah, like, that's kind of what it said. It was. I, I, I gave it a two star, and you know I'm pretty generous with you. You are. And I, Efron was actually pretty good in this, but you don't like. I like him in most things. In the first movie, you get the sense that they're on the run. Yeah, they've been on the run for a while. This whole thing is like. In a three-day span. Yeah. So it's like... And, and, you know, they're over the loss of their mother pretty quick. You know, because when... You know, because... The whole thing happens where Charlie accidentally sets her mother's hands on fire. Right. So they go out for ice cream. Charlie and the dad. While the mom is home. And that's when John Raincloud 
shows up, kills her, and stuffs her in a closet. Right. So when Charlie and... Oh, I'm forgetting his name in the movie. I'm forgetting his name. Anyway, Zac Efron's character. Tim. When they come <laughs> back, like, like, what'd you do to my mom? Where's my mom? And then she falls out of the closet, and name? that's when Charlie starts setting all the shit on fire. Um, yeah, it's... And also, you, it's really weird that they were... Because, like, the whole... They were experimented on with... Andy. Dr- Andy. When they were all experimented on with drugs while in college is told during, like, the credit sequence. And it... Who's the girl? What was she in? I don't know. She looks familiar. Um, like she was someone's kid and something else. So it's like... That, that part is really... It's done very quickly. And it's... That's, like, one of the things I have the biggest <laughs> memories of, of the original film, is when they, a lot of the other people that got the lot six had very averse reactions to it, and were, like, clawing their eyes out and shit. You get, this drug did some fucked up shit to people. You don't really get that in this one. It's, yeah. It's told far too quickly. This is a relatively short film, thankfully. And it's, like, Not they changed all the, the major parts of the book. They change. For no real reason. That one, I'll never understand that. What, why did you do it then? Exactly. You know? <laughs> it, it feels like... Unless... And see, and that's one of his... It feels like almost they were planning on making a TV series out of this. Yeah. Like the fucking Lone Wolf and Cub adventures of fucking right. Rain Cloud and Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could see that, actually. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what they were going for. They're like, oh, we can leverage this into some synergy... And, you know, have the show on Peacock or whatever, Paramount or whichever one it's fucking on. But they did the part where they forgot to make the movie good. <laughs> so it's like, no one's going to watch Guys, this. Guys, we should have done step one first. Yeah, no one's going to watch this show. It's, this movie's terrible. <sighs> and it was weird, because, like, you could tell, like, who in the theater had read the book or watched the previous movie and who hadn't. Because a lot of the people were like, yeah! And I'm like... What the fuck are you cheering on about? Like, even from, like, an adaptation, this film still kind of sucks. <laughs> but, you know, hey. Uh, if it's been bothering you, the girl was uh, Chris Pratt's daughter in Tomorrow War. Oh, okay. So she was the young version of... Whoever the older person What's was. What's her so name? I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting now who even it was. She was the, the one that was on Chuck. Yeah. Totally forgetting her name. God. Now, back to Letterboxd. Yep. Uh, another- Ivan Strahovski. Yes. Another, another Netflix there. film or Amazon film that didn't leave an imprint. It's getting a sequel, though. We'll it- likely have to rewatch the film before <laughs> the sequel to remember what the fuck happened. Uh, J.K. Simmons and Chris Pratt uh, fight one of the things, like, hand-to-hand and win. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you don't remember that? Yeah, no, not really. I do not. It was- I do not remember much about the film. I remember it being okay. Yeah, but, but, like, the whole end is just silly. Like, yeah. why, don't you just, why don't you just kill the female? But you've, is it, got, it, you've got it, the toxin. Just but is do it that. the kitty rapist and the child going off into the sunset? No, <laughs> no, I suppose not. I suppose Firestarter wins and again, there. Yeah, anyone who hadn't read This the poor book, girl was shitting all over her two biggest movies. I know. And she was fine. She was good. But she was also not getting anything, like, the seat. Oh, and this is the other thing, too. You remember how in the book and the movie, like, they actually do capture her. Yeah. And take her, and she lives at the Institute for a while. That doesn't happen in this. The dad, after the farmhouse, she runs into the woods and escapes 
from all these government agents who have thermoimaging technology, this girl runs into the woods and escapes. See, a lot of these are just like, so, why though? Why? So they take Andy back to the Institute, and Charlie then decides to infiltrate the Institute and break him out. A child. Right. Finds the Institute. Right. Um, oh, because also, she's not just a Firestar, she's also uh, telekinetic okay. and telepathic. Because she has all the powers of her parents combined, plus her own. And I'm like, that's not how that worked in there. She, it's called Firestarter. But that's what she does. Um, yeah, really, if, if that's what you're talking about, Firestarting is the least of her abilities. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she, she can read minds. Yeah. So when she, the big, like the big scene at the end of Firestarter, when she's just unleashing hell, which is awesome in the original, um... That does not happen because they did not have the budget. So almost everything where she fire starts, it zooms into her face and she goes like, Aah! and like it does like the wavy CGI flames around her, kind of like dark Phoenixy. Yeah. And then I'm it, picturing it. And then it doesn't show anything else other than people like running around going on fire. <laughs> you know, uh, the best part about the uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, but the fire starter, the 81 or two, whatever year. Yeah. 82 version is uh, how many wires you can see oh, yeah. during the fire. I'd take that. I'd take that oh, yeah. right yeah. now. Uh, the only really good thing about the movie is John Carpenter did the score. Because huh. he was originally supposed to direct Firestarter way back in the day and ended up directing Big Trouble in Little China instead. Um, but he got to do the score for this film. Um, that would have been fun, though. Yeah. As a score for this film, it sucks. Because it's very John Carpenter. It's it's all synth and, you know. Yeah, and it doesn't fit with what's happening on screen very well. I'll probably end up buying the, the score on its own and just listening <laughs> to it because the score's good, just not for the movie it's part of. Maybe I'll play it while watching the old movie or something. You want to score hot take? Sure. I don't like the Endgame score. Yeah. I, I, can, I can get I, that. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it because... What more can we say? Uh, our dinner watch this week mm -hmm. was, because we kind of ran out of stuff, whenever, whenever that happens, we jump back into Marvel. So our dinner watch this week was Infinity War, <coughs> which I think I like more than Endgame. And then last night to go to sleep, I just put Endgame on. and Because uh, some nights, if it, gets, if it gets past a certain point, I just sleep on the couch mm. because I don't want a chance waking up the dog. Yeah. Isn't that, pa isn't that pathetic? Understood. Because <laughs> you don't want the dog to have to go outside. Right. I'm like, I'll be goddamned if I'm going to walk up those stairs and then walk back down them, <laughs> go outside while yeah. she pisses. So I just slept downstairs last night. So I threw on uh, Endgame. And I got like 30 minutes in. And I was like, man, I really don't like this score. Or I shouldn't say I really don't like it. It's just if you notice something enough, that you don't like it, mm -hmm. that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but, like, most of them are, like, good. Like, even if yeah. you... It's even, a, for me, it's a fine score, but it, they are literally just rehashing everyone's main themes. Yeah. That's what it is. <clears throat> I mean, as a, oh, it all built to this, okay, I get it. But, yeah, there's nothing that stands out about it. The only... Uh, and, and like the, even if you go back, because I, I have a hard time watching the first Avengers movie because it's to me it's so it's really cheesy now. Oh yeah, uh, especially it's, Cap's it, outfit. Yeah, it's very Whedon-y. 
Uh, and that's the only thing that is Whedon proof to me is Firefly. Yeah. That's the only one thing that I can rewatch. I've tried to watch old Buffy, cannot do it. It's hard. Uh, really? And trying to watch either of the Whedon Avengers movies, like, man, it's mm-hmm. enough with the quips, dude. Yeah. Um, but that score is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and it's just funny that Endgame is probably the worst of the ones that come right, you know, that come to yeah. mind. No, I don't disagree with you on that. I don't know how I got there, but something about the Carpenter score. Oh, yes. Yeah. And again, I'm always oh, yes, excited when I see. I'm always excited when I see John Carpenter do a score because yeah. I like I like his music, but it also it doesn't feel right in a film that he didn't make. I how many times does, does he do that often? No, I, when you first he, said he's that, done I, like the score for the new Halloween films, but again, those aren't his films. But he's like the granddad. To one, yeah, you know? I mean that would be like if George Lucas did something on a when he does stuff on it. Well, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but this is the first. This is the first one that I know of where it's like he wasn't the writer, wasn't the director, wasn't based on any of his shit. They just felt like hiring him, so they did. And, and he's certainly in a position to say no. So obviously he wanted to do it. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think he probably had that. You know, I missed out on this. Yeah. Now here's a chance to. Or this is he. He might have even written something at the time, and that whatever he this is thing you're hearing now is 35 years old. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, wish it had been for a better movie. Because <laughs> that, yeah, it was, it was tough. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it was even worse than the Firestarter 2 sequel they did way back when. Oh, I don't even remember that being oh, a thing. It was not a good thing, but. Did they just, was it one of those uh, pick up where we left off? Or was it a, this is a different Firestarter. Her but name is Ruby it, or something. It was different. Yeah. It was different. Did you think Charlie was the only I would, I would, I would totally watch Ruby Firestarter. <laughs> <laughs> we just made a movie. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably get a call in a couple minutes. That's okay. Guys, you've been greenlit. We don't, yes, we I don't. can't say we would have. I, I went to IMDb, but IMDb and I started typing Ruby. <laughs> What'd you come up with? Ruby, uh, what's her name from, uh, from that Bat Girl? Right. Ruby Rose? Yeah. Firestarter 2 Rekindled. It was a TV miniseries. Clever. Oh, no, she is Charlie McGee. That's right, Charlie McGee was older. That's oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and Malcolm McDowell played John Rainbird. Jeez, I really don't remember much about this at fucking all. Have you seen it? I feel like I have, but I'm, like, not remembering this. I had never heard of it until about two minutes ago, so. Okay, yeah, that's the part I do remember, yeah. There was almost like an X-Men vibe to it because Rainbird had formed a group of young boys from other projects and they were going to try to take over the world. That's the thing I do remember. <laughs> One of the top reviews on Letterboxd is, oh, this is worse than bad. It's boring. For which one? For Firestarter. Yeah. Not seeing anything above a two. Oh, wow. So there's a three. <laughs> one and a half. One and a half. One and a half. Two and a half. And I bet a lot of them are, I gave it that extra half because I saw it on Peacock, you know. Yeah. It's like, well, I didn't pay for it, so I guess I'll give it a little, I'll be a little (laughs) nicer to it. Yeah, the one stars are all the people that actually paid to see it. Mm -hmm. Ooh, there's a half star. Yeah. Oh. 
Criterion has announced their uh, August collection. What are we got now? Live on the air. Um, Frownland. Don't know what that is. I was going to say, that doesn't move the needle for me at all. Uh, Daddy Long Legs, which is a Safdie Brothers film. Okay. Must have been one of their earlier ones, because I've never heard of this. Hotel du Nord. French film. Buck and the Preacher, a western with Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte. You're not, you're not doing much for me. No, so and Faya Dai, a Indian film. Yeah, this might be one of the worst months I've seen in a while, especially after like the past few months being really good. Yeah, none of these. Oh, it's an hallucinatory Ethiopian Odyssey. All right. Yeah, none of. None of these really make me go, hey, that's cool. Mostly because I haven't heard of most of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe they are cool. We don't know. There's no way to find out. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and yeah. see. When are they gonna do their when do they do their sale? June, I believe, is when they do their half off sale. Very excited for that. One of the ones that I wanted was, doesn't come out until July, right? Double indemnity first. Yeah. In 4K, no less. Do you do the new the no rush rewards with Amazon? Do you I ever do, do that? I should though. I'm up to sixteen dollars. It's nice. like burning a hole in my digital wallet. Man. Yeah, but you know, that's four bucks away from a type Criterion title. Well. It's digital only. Oh. So I always, uh, usually it, it never pays, makes it past five bucks. And <laughs> I'll use it. But I always wrestle with, because uh, there's some Korean stuff that is only available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. If I should use it on that, or since I hate using Amazon Prime for the movies that I own, mm-hmm. I prefer them to be on Vudu because you can put them in lists and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's some stuff that's only on Amazon and not on Vudu. But then there's other stuff that is on Amazon that is on Vudu. And if you buy it on Amazon, you, it goes automatically to your oh. Vudu account. And I never know which way to go, so then it just goes up. I think I have until June 15th. Yeah. She, well, there she you yelling to me. She's yelling to Robin. <laughs> I will pause, though. All right, so the commotion upstairs was <clears throat> that Robin was upstairs. Uh, Dan and I are down in the basement, and Colin and Tilly are on the... Uh, the main floor with the dog, and the dog was whining at the door to come out. So instead of taking the dog out, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just screamed their heads off for one of us to... Yep. We'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's, we just, I just said off air. One, that lasted like a day. That Christ, I'm an adult, and there are times when I look at my dog, and I'm like, no, just, you gotta, just piss where you are. You've got to be I'm kidding me, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sp- yeah, there are days where... Cause he's learned that we have, like, um, a bell... On one of the door handles. Yeah. So that if he needs... Well, he runs over and noses it and rings it. Yeah. Now he just rings it whenever the fuck he just wants to go outside and play. Yes, and that is like what she has little, started doing. little shithead. That's what she started doing. Yeah, now that the weather is good. Yeah. He just wants to go outside and literally, like, you'll, you think he has to be, he just flops onto the dirt and yeah. there and it's like, you little fucker. Yeah, she started doing that a couple days ago. Um, but if you just, like, because we have a lead... Twice this morning. <laughs> if I just put him on his lead and leave him outside, he, like, goes right back to the door and scratches it. No, I want you to be out here with me. Yeah. Well, that's just like a kid. Yeah. Mom, come on. Mommy, come watch me play. Yeah. I don't want to. No, no. <laughs> don't want to. It's not exciting for me. <laughs> nope. Sorry. 
Uh, sorry, puppy and child. Yeah. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Go play with some sticks. Um, she will do that, though. She will. We have one of those, We you know, the screw into the ground things yeah. with like a 16 foot. That's what we have. So. If you put her on that, if she if she does just want to go out and lay in the grass and chew on sticks, she'll lay there for 20 minutes or so before she realizes that you're not there. Yeah, my dog does not. He notices immediately. <laughs> like, and he is. Hey, fuck you! Get back out here. And he is despondent. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you little fucker, you're not going to die. Yeah. You're fine. Because we've been we've been slowly but surely working on our fucking pit in the backyard. <laughs> It should be done. I like way. how you emphasize pit. Oh, but yeah, so he'll just sit there and stare at you and get mad, like, if you have to walk away from him. Yeah. And it's just like, shut up, dog, shut up. I love you, but shut up. <laughs> like, unless you're going to come with this 40-pound piece of fucking rock, shut up. So long story short, that's why I learned, that's how I learned that I don't really care for the end game score. <laughs> because I slept on the couch because of the dog. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Do you want to... I, I wrote down a list of a bunch of stuff that's coming out, uh, both America and uh, also four Korean ones. That, yeah. Because once you start watching them and then you, like... It's exciting when you... It, like, if you had, a year ago, given me a list of uh, Korean movies coming out next year, I'd been like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> but now that, like, I know what they are, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the new whatever to come out. And it will still probably be a year. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It sucks. Weird. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, that reminds me. Too. I did buy um, the book that um, Jesus Christ. Why am I forgetting his name now? Fucking June. Bong Joon Ho is adapting. It's called Mickey Seven. Okay. It's a sci-fi clone film. So that that just came out. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna pick that up. So I. And it'll be a while before we get another film from him, so at least I can read the book that he's adapting. Yeah, let's... He also... I bought a book of short stories. Um, I'm trying to think what it is. Uh, that both he and uh, Guillermo del Toro are really into. Mexican writer. Oh. Borges? Oh, Vic... Uh, Right? Jean Louis Borges. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He does some weird shit. I was so because I was watching the. I think it's on the Parasite Criterion mm-hmm. stuff that Guillermo was talking about. He mentions that. Yeah, that dude. <coughs> that that off time and space. And so I bought the book. This book of short stories. I you know I picked out the one that looked like it was the most comprehensive or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was excited to get it. I haven't read a page of it, not because I don't want to, but because I'm angry. It's got the, I don't even know what you'd call it. Uh, I actually looked it up. It does have a name. The The pages aren't even. They're like all rough. Oh, yeah. And what's that called? It's supposed to look like classy. I can't remember what it's called, yeah. I like it when books are like that, but I can understand when people hate it. I hate it because it's a book of short stories. And in a book of short stories, you look at the front, and you're like, ooh, that looks interesting on page 322, and you can flip right to it, which you cannot fucking do with those chunky pages. Mm -hmm. That's why I have not read that book. Was it uh, Ficciones? Yeah, let me see. This is the cover they have here. No, that, um, actually, I can tell you exactly what it is. I can just look up on my things. This is super exciting. collected fictions. Yeah. 
Um, he was he was a pretty prolific writer, but that's like the big one. Uh, is it Borges? Is that right? Yeah. Did I spell that right? Borges. Collect, collected fictions. Okay. That one. Ah, yeah. So I imagine like what, what was it? Labyrinth, the Labyrinth, or something. One of the ones I've read from that. Oh, so the whole my whole point of going to Amazon was to uh, what was the name of the uh, seven? Mickey or? Seven. Mickey Mouse Seven book. Edward Ashton. All right, got it. Yeah, that's the one that he's adapting. Apparently, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. He'll put, I think he'll put a very unique twist on it. Because, I mean, Snowpiercer was an adaptation, and that was... That's also good. the least feel, the least <laughs> Bong Joon-ho feeling That movie. is true. That is true. I think he'll put a unique spin on it, I feel. Uh, Snowpiercer is a good movie, but I think it's a bad Bong Joon-ho movie. Yeah, I, I can That's, agree with that. Or the least bad. Yeah, it's a better movie than yeah. Barking Dogs, but Barking Dogs is more... Yeah. Barking Dogs is like a precursor to Parasite. I mean, it's like yeah, it's like a Parasite on a budget. Still waiting on that one, Criterion. Putting all this shit out in August four, when I'm still waiting on that. He's only got three. Oakja will be three, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No mother, no host. That's weird. Yeah, I'm surprised mother has. It. I mean, host. Uh, it, I mean, host is easy to get. Mother is not. Blu-ray wise. Yeah, good Blu-ray. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's very surprising. That seems like that would be one that he would immediately put out. The uh, only Parasite and Memories are available in 4K digital, yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course Okja is not available. This will be the only way to get Okja. Yeah, because uh, you can't since it's a Netflix. Which we should just be happy Netflix is releasing shit. Netflix kind of sucks lately. They kind of do. I'm. If I didn't have kids, mm-hmm. I think I would cancel it and just pick it up. <laughs> I would become one of those people that picks it up for a month and watches like twenty things and then shuts it off for six months. Yeah, the only reason I don't do that is because I just know I'd forget all about it. Um, so I might as well just fucking keep it and have my list on there still. <laughs> yeah. Because um, yeah, honestly, I don't watch much on Netflix at all right now. It's it's the most expensive. Mm-hmm. It's my most expensive streaming service, and it's the one I watch the least. Yeah. Well, they got to pay for all that shit they're going to cancel. No, it's fucking weird. Like, what are they even doing now? I don't. I, I don't know. Because I mean, yeah, they they put up the, their their original films, which honestly, most of the time are middling. Yeah, at best. Yeah. Um, any series that is on there that is good, I now worry is this even going to make it to a season two without getting canceled? Right. Um. Yeah, I think, I think. Stranger Things was like one of the best things to happen for them and one of the worst things for them. Because they, st- they I think they expected too many things to follow that. Where it's like, oh, this is going to become a cultural fucking icon yeah. and make us lots of money. Yeah. And if it doesn't do that, they're like, well, fuck it, cancel it. Yeah. Because, I mean, fucking <clears throat> Mindhunter was really goddamn good. And it's David Fincher. Nope, canceled. Um, what was it? Glow was really good. Nope, canceled. Um, even stuff like uh, Space Force, which is decent. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. It I was tried. fine. It was fine for me. But again, you know, it's like one of those things like if 
you know, the office didn't really even pick up until like season three for people. Right. That well, that's what I was gonna say is that <clears throat> if <laughs> if, Park, Park, Parks, if Parks and Rec <laughs> had been a Netflix show, it never would have been good. No, no, we would have never seen past season two. I thought The Office was pretty good starting at season two. Season yeah. one was rough. Well, they they just Michael was flat out unlikable because mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't become the what the Michael the Michael that you love even though he's super frustrating and stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just a dick in the mm-hmm. first. Yeah, season. he was Ricky Gervais. Yeah, and that works when you're Ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. but it it's it wouldn't have lasted. It didn't work for Steve Carell specifically, no. and just that environment. But uh, but I mean, hell, like most of the supporting characters in that show didn't become who they were until like season three. Yeah, like you know the Kevin's and Stanleys yeah. and all those weren't really characters until season three. My my quote of the month, because uh, Oscar and Angela are on my <laughs> my calendar, and the quote for Oscar is, besides having sex with men, I would say the Finer Things Club is the gayest thing about me. Yep. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else, no. office-wise. Um, but yeah, fucking Netflix, get your shit together. Yeah, get your shit together. Yeah. Start that's, release, our, that's our way of saying that. Start releasing some together. shit on DVD, because I'm going to be very, very upset if Midnight Mass never gets a Blu-ray release. I'll be very pissed at that. Have they ever put shows? Yeah, both the hauntings have, but those were co-produced. Okay. Uh, most of the stuff that you see on Netflix that gets a physical media release has been co-produced with someone. Like who? I don't know, Universal, <laughs> I think was. Oh, the, okay. The, you know, like another production company. Gotcha. Anything that is straight up Netflix produced and owned, they don't fucking release it, which is frustrating. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just seems like a. It's a very a easy whiff. way for me to forget about movies. Yeah. Because like oh you were like we were just talking about I mean it was an Amazon film but the tomorrow tomorrow war, war? <laughs> question mark yeah. We we fucking forget about it and move on, you know because usually if I go and buy the DVD I'll re I'll rewatch it yeah you know when I buy it yeah. Um. On Netflix I watch it and then I. That's it. Okay. It, it just disappears into the ether. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, Letterboxd helps you kind of mm-hmm. keep track of stuff like that, at least for me. Yeah. Um, you will use Netflix a healthy bit next month because a lot of, there's three or four of the uh, yeah. ones on the, the June in the Park 22 list yeah. are on Netflix. And, and, a couple and, of and Stranger Things. I am, I am going into that with no expectations. Oh, me either. I'm not expecting. I'm anything. like, just get us closer to the ending, please. I think, I think it's been too long. Oh, it has been. <laughs> you know, she's a fucking adult now. I know. <laughs> like uh, all of the, well, at least she's she still looks like the boys are significantly Mike, taller. Mike, especially Mike, is like a full grown man now. Yeah, like there's a bigger. Dustin change. still kind of has that kid vibe. Well, and, the Will was yeah. like. A little teeny, and he's like tall and yeah. gangly, and his face is totally different. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's been, been too, too long. it's been too long. That should have been on a yearly schedule. Yeah, I well, I, I think ideally it was. Yeah, and then that wasn't that was it had been delayed pre pandemic. Oh right? yeah, oh yeah. 
and then pandemic. Could remember it took them longer than expected to come out with season two. Yeah. Because I don't think they expected season one to be a hit. I think season one was a one and done. I really do. Yeah. I think that's how they expected it to end. And then they're like, oh shit, we need more. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck, we need to come up with more. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels like they've been very much struggling with that, which has led to delays and longer between seasons and yeah. And once you start, in a way, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Once you get past mm-hmm. the original intent, or in Game of Thrones' case, how far the books were along, mm. everything after that kind of looks like the horse drawing, you know? Yeah. Like uh, which up the the new uh, Game of Thrones show just had a trailer come out. It's already been greenlit for season two, yeah. so I guess it's good. I don't know. I think they had to greenlight it for season two so people would fucking have some faith in it. <laughs> then they'd even bother to watch. Because people were like, uh, I, I don't know, I saw how you went off the rails with that last one of yours. Why should I watch this one? Yeah. Once they get out of the books. We, we were some of the biggest Game of Thrones fans there could be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really that anxious for this. I'm not excited. Especially because it comes out like the same week as the Lord of the Rings show. Like, or the week after, or a week before. Colin which is, which and is another I, thing. I'm like, oh yeah, that's coming. Yeah, out. I keep forgetting about that too. And it's like, thanks, Hobbit. Crazy amount of money per episode. Oh yeah, like twenty million an 20 episode. Twenty million is the number like that, that was stuck in my head too. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, well, again, and Thrones was like, Bezos has the money, so yeah. I don't feel that bad. But like, Thrones was had like the highest budgets yeah. ever, and they were like eight to twelve per or something. Yeah, like that, that was. Once the dragons were fucking out of that. Yeah. yeah and they you, were like... When you, need, when you needed that money. Yeah, and they, and they were like, all right, we can have a dragon or a wolf in this, but we can't have both in yeah. the same episode. We ain't got the fucking money. Yeah. Uh, and then Amazon's dropping 20 mil per. Yeah. Um, I think that will backfire spectacularly. Even if it's good, yeah. I can't imagine it's going to bring that many new people to Amazon Prime. Who don't I, already have it. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm very happy that uh, with, I use Amazon Prime a lot. Like, mm-hmm. the, I watch a lot of movies on there because they have a lot of, like, a lot of those, the old westerns I've been watching have yep. been on Prime. They have a decent amount of Korean stuff, usually. Yeah. There's no fucking rhyme or reason for when shit leaves and, Jesus, and arrives. I, know. I can't seem to figure it out. They don't even do it, like, like, because, like, Shudder, I'll use them again, end of the month. Yeah. And they'll tell you, last chance. You'll get an email. Same yeah. with Criterion. About two weeks before the end of the month, Criterion will say, these are leaving at the end of this month. Fucking watch them now. Yeah. And then like two days later, you'll get a, these are coming to this channel. Yeah. At the first of the month. But yeah, I've been like with, with stuff on Amazon Prime where I'm like, that was there yesterday. And it's like the, the eighth. Yeah. I'm like, where did that fucking movie go? I For a while, I was thinking it was quarterly that shit was like, you know, they were, their things are coming and going kind of all the time, yeah. but it, I felt like quarterly there was like a fucking big cleaving mm-hmm. <laughs> at oh, some... Yeah. Uh, so what would that be? End of June. We'll see if the end of June, if there's a huge uh, influx of new stuff and a bunch of old stuff gets axed without any warning whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I, Back to the point that I was making. And they've got good originals, too. Like, one of our favorite Korean movies is an Amazon original. Uh, The Handmaiden, but that is available for Blu-ray. You have it, correct? Um, But I don't understand, other than 
prestige. I don't. No one's getting an Amazon Prime account because of the video stuff, right? Not that I'm aware of. Most people are like, "Oh yeah, cool. That comes with it." Right. The whole yeah, the whole video stuff is just a. It's part of yeah. What you already had. Yeah, in the I bet first if they place. made that a separate service, the numbers would tank. If they're like, oh. You can either you can either pick the free pack, the free shipping, or the movie TV shit. You know, if you want both, it's going to cost you this much. What would you pay for Amazon Prime if it was just if if everything else was exactly the same, but it was called fucking whatever? Uh, if it was just the television and movie stuff, probably like six to ten bucks. A month. Yeah, yeah. So Hulu neighborhood. Yeah. Although I shouldn't bring up Hulu because that's kind of a different model. Yeah, I don't even know what my Hulu costs anymore because it's all packaged together with Disney and all that shit. See, I <laughs> and every year I have this uh, panic attack and then just end up sticking with the way that I have it. Um, I started out with Disney because remember that first year you could buy it for a year for yeah. like crazy discount. Yeah. It was, I don't remember what it was, but it worked out to like It was cheap. Yeah, like $2 a month or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was super cheap. So I have just kept it on that, on the annual thing. Mm-hmm. Although every year I could cancel it and then cancel my Hulu and then package them together. Well, I got an email from them saying, oh, we've noticed you also have, because I use the same email account. Yeah. They're like, oh, we noticed you also, because I did the same thing. And they're like, we noticed you also have a Hulu account, so we're just going to package those together for you. That would be nice. So I never asked for it. I don't know why they did it. Who's, but yeah, one whose customer it. service was it? That? It was Disney who did okay. that. They're so like, we're just going to give you the bundle because you've already got both. Because you, what it ends up being is you basically get ESPN for free. Yeah. Do you ever use the ESPN? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch Sports Center like every morning. Oh, good. And then every once in a while, if they have like one of the good thirty for thirties, yeah, I'll watch that. I feel like I should, if I did, I should start watching Sports Center because it's shocking how little I know about. Yeah. Sports other than NFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as far as players, I know kind of what's going on. Yeah, like, I don't, I can't remember, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched, like, a full basketball game. Yeah. But I'll catch the highlights every morning. Yeah. Type of thing. Because it's, it's one of those things, like, Andrea leaves for work at, like, 5.30. So, I, the dog will get up with her and go out with her. But then when she leaves, he comes back to the bed and that's what wakes me up. So I get woken up at like 6, 6.15, and I don't have to start getting ready for work for like another hour at right. that point. So I usually just lay in bed and watch Sports Center yeah. while the dog sleeps because I don't want to wake him back up so I don't have to take him back out again. Right. So, but yeah, I, I watch Sports Center. It's, I mean, it's, it's annoying because sometimes they have different types of Sports Centers. Like on certain days of the week, it's like the Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt, who mm-hmm. I could give a fuck about. <laughs> But he's the only, it's all like his show. What? So it's uh, different and it's like, ugh, just, give me are the, there, just give me the highlights, man. Are there any live thing? Can you, is like oh, yeah. Sunday Night Baseball? Oh yeah, and, Sunday Night Baseball still on there and you can watch fucking soccer. Like all kinds of fucking soccer if you want. Oh good, because that's what's been missing in my life, has been watching soccer. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, you can watch and every once in a while, they, they'll do like boxing and shit like that still. Nah, I don't care about that either. No. I could I not tell you who. I literally just pretty much watch it for the sports center, and then like once every few months, they'll have a good thirty for thirty that I want to watch. I couldn't tell you uh, 
the last heavyweight champion that I would even know the name of. The only one that I even know is the guy who's like currently like one of the mayors in the Ukraine. I couldn't tell you his name. It's very Russian sounding, <laughs> but he's one of could be Vladimir. He, he's one of the mayors of like one of the big cities because he's been all over social media like fucking with machine guns and shit. Yeah, okay. Good for that guy, I guess. Yeah. The well, not the war part, but the box, <laughs> the, the the boxing career or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to? Uh, quickly run down the things that are coming out. Show me what you got for ones you're looking forward to. That are supposedly coming out. Not necessarily... Well, I guess I would be looking forward to all of these. For one reason or another. Black Adam is supposed to come out this year. Did you remember that? Nope. Not a bit. All right. Uh, Interested? Yeah. Yeah? It's it's one of those, like, I don't know if... I mean, it sounds weird to say, like, I haven't even gone and seen Doctor Strange yet, and I was looking forward to that one. Oh, but they're also playing the Northman in Dover now. Ooh, you should... We'll talk about that next week, then. Yeah. Uh, I, assuming I, you're going to go I, this Oh, week. yeah, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was very surprised that they got it. Um, I but, kind of am, too. But, yeah, like, Marvel movies don't have the instant, I need to go see that right now anymore. Well, it it ended for... Yeah. It kind of ended. Yeah. Everything after that, it's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's been fine. It kind of ended yeah. for me. I mean, not... I'm not saying in any way that I'm not going to... Well, gonna... it's also that, like, everything that they've been... Because I still haven't watched any of Moon Knight. Moon Knight was good. Like, I'll get to it. I definitely will. But nothing seems cohesive yet. I'm kind of digging that, actually. Yeah. Um, but it, it, but it, it, it means I can wait. It does. So it's like, you know, I don't... You know, I didn't have to worry that something in Moon Knight is going to get spoiled in Doctor Strange. It might. I don't know. But it's not really worrying. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if I don't get to go see that this week, okay, I don't get to see it this week. I'll, go, I'll catch it next week. I mean, Shang Chi. I didn't even. I didn't see until it was on video. Me neither. Uh, or Black Widow. Same. Did you yeah, go to Black Widow? No, Black Widow. I saw in, in video. And I didn't go to Eternals. Neither did I. There we go. Wow. Uh, Jesus. I haven't. I haven't been to the theater to, other than Spider Man yeah, to see a Marvel movie. I went movie. to Spider Man. What did I go? What did I just? I mean, it was also a pandemic. But still, it's like I. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't have rushed to have gone and seen it. And all of those played in Dover. Okay. I literally. I literally had to walk. Quarter mile. Yeah. I could have seen it, but I didn't even bother. So are you going to go to Northman this weekend? Wait, what is today? Today's Monday. Monday. Okay. That's the thing. And I'm like, oh, I hope it will still be there Friday. Yeah. Um, if not, I'm going to try to see it one of the nights this week. But yeah. And again, um, as much as I enjoy uh, Center Theater, their website is a fucking disaster to navigate. Yeah. yeah. I just, like, want to know, what's playing Friday? Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I don't even... Why am I learning about children's theater? <laughs> I don't need that right now. I want to know what's playing Friday. Guess. Yeah. It's a fun guessing Buy game. a ticket and find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I gave uh, Northman four and a half stars. I told uh, you that I knocked off a half star because it's really fucking dark. Yeah. Like, not them- thematically. I mean, it is thematically dark, which I was Oh, it runs for. through May 9th. So, yeah, it, it ends Thursday. Thursday. I better go fucking see it Thursday. Uh, oh, at which point... No, Maverick doesn't start until the 27th. They gotta get ready for it, though. So what the fuck plays? They gotta prep for Maverick. Because Doctor Strange plays until the 26th. So that ends and Maverick starts. What else is gonna be playing the 19th through the 26th? See? Not listed! <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell me what's fucking playing. Is it Moana Jr.? That's their stage production. 
I was like, what the fuck is Moana Jr.? Um, yeah, Northman is very dark. It's all, uh, I've, I have not looked this up to confirm, but I'd be shocked if it was not all natural light. I would be willing. <clears throat> knowing what I know about Robert Eggers, because that's what he did with The Witch, Witch. and The Lighthouse, yep. um, I bet it's all natural light. It is. So, in, in the daytime, there's not a blue sky in sight. It's, it's always overcast. Yep. And then, so you're getting overcast lighting during the day, and then at night, you're down to torches and candles and campfires and shit, or you ain't see, or uh, uh, moonlight. Oh. But it was still, it was like, holy shit, I can't see what's going on. Um, and the only other, and this is, neither of these are really a complaint, if you can tell. They're not really complaints. They're just keeping it from being a five. It was, and this is coming from me, could have used more gore. Wow. It was less bloody than I was expecting. Right now, on Center Theater website, all they're showing playing that one week is Doctor Strange. Maybe they're going to play it in, in uh, both. Double time it. Maybe. Did you see that? Have you, you must have seen that tweet going around that showed the, the Times Square uh, whatever movie theater no. with the Doctor Strange times. And there was 70 of them in one screenshot. Jeez. And people were sharing it around going, this is what we're talking about when we talk about you know yeah. Marvel movies. You know, drowning out yeah. every other thing. That seems like it's seventy showings, Dan. That's too many. <laughs> and I that 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 is geared towards if your movie doesn't make us money in week one, we will never play it. I mean, how many theaters is that running all day? I mean, to get seventy showings, probably twelve. That's bananas. Uh, Let's see. I'll do some fast math. Well, not really, but 70 divided by 12. Yeah, that's showing the film six times a day, which if you start at 11, 11 to say 2, 2 to 5, 5 to 8, 8. Nope. So that's probably 16 theaters. <laughs> Holy shit. That means like all 16 <laughs> screens are showing the same fucking movie. And I think the show time started at like 1040. It was wild. That's yeah, fucking You can probably insane. find it. That's like the blockbuster guaranteed to have it in. <laughs> Show up. You'll get to see it. Doesn't matter when. We've got a new one starting every 15 minutes. Yeah. Round the clock. That's what it was, too. It was like every 15 minutes. Oh, that's too much. Uh, I don't need that. Uh, so, what were we talking about? How did we get there? Uh, I don't know, but we're going to start talking about the ones that are That's coming right. out. That we're oh, we talked about for. Black Adam real quick. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Vaughn uh, Argyle? What the fuck is that? It's an adaptation of either a book or a comic series. And it's spy stuff, I think. From Matthew Vaughn? Yeah. Um... So I'm uh, I'm immediately interested. World's greatest spy Argyle as he is caught up in a globe-trotting adventure starring Henry Cavill. Yeah. Based on the novel by Ellie Conway. Yeah, don't know a damn thing about um, it. Didn't know this thing existed. Good cast though: Bryce Dallas Howard, Henry yep. Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Brian Canston, uh, Sam Jackson, John Cena, Catherine O'Hara, Ariana DeBose, Rob Delaney. Dua Lipa, oh good. It's her acting debut. Uh, this is oh, all good. from, by the way, uh, a What Culture uh, YouTube video. I heard the greatest description of Dua Lipa music I've ever heard in my life. Because, again, I know who she Which is. Which one is she? 
like song? What's her I, song? I, I can't fucking tell you. Okay. But I heard the best description of it is Dua Lipa is music for girls who used to make their brats dolls fuck. <laughs> I'm like, Fair enough. Great description. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had no God. idea this movie was existing. I didn't either until I watched that video. Uh, next is Nope. Um, oh, yeah, the Jordan Peele That one. comes out. July? Does it have a date? I wanted to say July too. That one I'm that one I will definitely make sure I go see in the theater. July twenty second. Um Are you excited all at all about the Avatar sequel? No. Okay. I saw the trailer, and as I, I put it, sure looks pretty. I have not seen the trailer. I haven't even watched it yet. Oh. It's uh, a fine trailer. Like he did. Re- he did a really smart thing and kept most all dialogue out of it. Yeah, because when characters are saying something, you're like, "Wow, that's so fucking generic." Yeah, that's. It's a real tough rewatch. Uh, yeah. Avatar is. I think I've rewatched it once, and when you rewatch it, it's like, man, this movie's not that good. No, it's it's like amazing, and once you're once you're past the awe. Yeah. Because at the time it yeah. did look in the theater amazing. in 3D, it was fucking beautiful to look at. And that's all you were doing yeah. was, and, but when you watch it the second time, you're actually listening to them, and you're, yeah, and you're at home, so it's not the same as the theater. Yeah, but it is literally it's, like a Mad Libs of a script. Yeah, it's it's a rough watch. Uh, what should we name this stuff that's hard to obtain? Oh my god, unobtainium genius. If we keep saying the main character's name over and over and over and over and over again, Jake, Jake Sully, Sully, Jake Sully, Jake Sully. That's the only way, reason I remember it. That will make Sam Worthington cool. He's back, though. At least I think Has it's him. Has he done anything I since? think it's him. <laughs> oh, I know he's done some stuff, smaller yeah. stuff. But. Yeah. But it looks like it's a continuation, um, and there's some sort of human child in this one. All right. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It takes place in water, a whole lot of it. I guess there Actually, are some. We should pause and watch the trailer. I need, I need to see you watch the trailer. Okay. I get so uh, what I'll say before I do is uh, what they mentioned in the uh, in the what culture video that I was talking about is uh, they're doing the first ever underwater mocap. Cool. Guess who gives no fucks? Exactly. Like <laughs> that's great. I'm glad it's a I technology never, that can be done now, but that's not a selling point for me. But I also never thought it was necessary. I've yeah. always thought, hey, those. I don't believe that Aquaman's really swimming, yeah. but it looks fine. Yeah, is it going to look that much more realistic? <laughs> I don't think it's going to make any difference. It's still like a nine-foot-tall blue dude. <laughs> exactly. With huge eyes. All right, we're pausing so I can watch this trailer. Family. Family. <laughs> wherever you go, or wherever we go, this family is our fortress. And it takes them like 30 seconds to spit out that line. But it's like, it's smart from Cameron because you know your scripting is not your strength so let's uh, not give people too much shit to make fun of for that right away <laughs> I really feel for uh, Zoe Saldana mm-hmm. she's like spent the last decade decade and a half going to work every day and getting fucking makeup yep. for god knows how long yep. whether green am I green or blue today someone remind me yep and it looks like the next 10 years of her life are, are going to be the exact same way oh, yeah. she's probably like Caller agent, look, after I make $100 million on all this bullshit, yep. I never want to be fucking painted again. <laughs> it's going to be in her contract. Ever. Like, I, get, I play nothing but fucking humans from now on. I will play humans with normal skin. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it does, and this doesn't even have that wow factor like that the first one had when you it first saw it. It can't. How no. can it? I'm, yeah. Now, I will say, <laughs> especially like the worlds that it's showing look like shit you've seen in video games. Yeah. So it's like, you're not even like, whoa. Right. Look I, at that world. That looks amazing. It's like, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen that in fucking Horizon or whatever the hell that game was, you know? I will say I was, I, um, when I, when this first, when I was first reminded that this was a thing, uh, whenever this trailer came out a week ago, I was like, oh yeah, that, um, pretty ambitious to say that there's nine more, right? Or eight more, I guess. The fact that when he first said there were going to be four more, I'm like, (laughs) dude, come on, man. I get it. You're James Cameron. You can probably finance most of this shit on your own now. But you're also 70 or whatever. Yeah. You know? And again... I don't think this will be the big fucking box office hit that most people are saying it's going to be. But I don't know, because we were just talking before we I didn't think the first paused. one was going to be that big. You, We both said, uh, like, I, who is... Who, it broke the record. It broke all of Star Wars yeah. trailer records. I mean, the official trailers for, had 19 million views. Yeah. And the other one that we just watched had 6.7, and it's... There's so many ways to watch this now as a trailer. You don't need to go to the official trailer. Yeah. So. But someone is watching all these, and, and it is strange. Like, it's, who, Avatar made, like, four billion? No, 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 it was, like, two billion. Two billion. Yeah. What did Endgame make? Two billion. Two billion and a dollar, essentially. It, it, it like, was out of theaters, like, the week it broke, the week after it broke the record by, like, Seven hundred dollars or some shit. So, I was thinking that I would uh, show the kids the first one, yeah, because that's they would like yeah. something like that, or at least Colin maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if that had been out when we were kids, I would have been all about it, yeah. Because again, it's it's shallow, easy to follow. Yeah, um, you've bro- seen it before. Lots you've seen of fucking colors, Pocahontas or any other <laughs> <Yeah>. numerous <laughs> yeah. stories. But it's it's. It's fine. It's a fine film. Yeah. But yeah. I I I don't even want to know what the budget for that is cuz I mean he had, like you said, he had to make up most of the technology for yeah. it. Yeah. And all this time we're like can can you just put out fucking the abyss on 4K please? Right. <laughs> or or how about it drives me nuts that my alien is yeah. 4K but aliens is not. Yeah. Um, Come on, it'd, man. It'd be nice to put out a 4K of T2, you know. Uh, can True Lies come out on Blu-ray? Can that be a thing? Can that happen? <laughs> I think I'm all set with True Lies. Did you like True Lies? It's fine. Yeah. I, I really am not looking forward to it in Blu-ray or 4K, but it's just, it's weird that there's a it Schwarzenegger is. big action flick that it came is. out that's not even on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> it what feels about, like you're leaving money on the table by not putting those out. What about Thor Love and Thunder? That was my segue back yeah. onto the list. I mean, I'm excited for that. I like I like <coughs> it's a Taika Waititi film, and that's what ha- that's what it has going for me. Do you know when it comes out? <laughs> no, neither do I. This so <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah. Like when well, it was building towards May, you, something. Because usually May is like one of the big release dates yeah. for Marvel. Yeah, is nothing coming out? I don't know. Months almost over. Well, Doctor Strange came out. Oh, that's right. Jesus, <laughs> see right there. Nice one, Dan. Yeah. Uh, so August maybe will it be in like that maybe. August like. Guardians time time. So that's when Guardians usually came out. Was the end of August. First one was November, wasn't it? No, it was, yeah, I think they were both. So. 
I'm gonna look up Love and Thunder. I thought one of them came up in November. While you're doing that, the next one is Killers of the Flower Moon. That's the Scorsese one. Yes. That one I'm looking forward to. I did not know it was coming out. It is this year. July 8th is Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. <coughs> Killers of Burr. the Flower Moon. Yeah, uh, that, that doesn't have a date yet. That's just no. in quote unquote post production right now. I'm guessing we'll probably see that around November. Like, you know, Oscar push time. Around the same time that we'll see, may, presumably, Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. That one I'm very interested because I don't know how the fuck they're doing anything. Right. So it's like, you don't have Chadwick anymore. Right. Are you going to address that? You, uh, The girl who plays yeah. Shuri is apparently have a fucking to. whack job. Yeah. Yep. So, like, the whole thing, I think they were, like, planning on having her take over Black Panther until she caused all kinds of fucking problems yeah. during the pandemic. So I'm pretty sure they're anxious. Well, they to shut sh- down for a long time. I'm pretty sure they're anxious to show her the fucking door at this point. Right. Like, sorry, we're Marvel. They're, we certainly, not gonna, they're certainly not going to give her, or I wouldn't think that they would give her uh, the lead. Here is, you are now, because, you know, when you, when you sign on to be someone, you're that person for a decade. Yeah. Uh I don't think they want to tie themselves to a particular Black Panther yeah. for, I hope it's... Yeah. Um, Winston Duke? No. Uh, Nakia. That would be cool. I'd be okay with that. It's, Won't be. It's almost kind of a shame they, you know, killed Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would have pretty that would have been a good story turn. Yeah. You know, to have him actually learn, you know, learn and become the real Black Panther, not just like, you know... I think he would have made a great Black Panther after like a film or two. Yeah. Too bad they fucking killed him. Yeah. <laughs> great job, Marvel. But you wouldn't have gotten that sunset scene without Oh, it. but, I mean, there is a multiverse now. True. So who knows what the fuck they can, they can do. I, I do love the fact that the multiverse exists in Marvel now, and they can kind of go, hey, we can fuck around with some shit now. Yeah. You know, ooh, we, maybe we shouldn't have killed off that character. Hey, let's bring him in from another universe. Right. Well, it's the easy way to explain, hey, uh, Reed Richards, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> you know, another universe. I've been in another <laughs> universe. The Reed Richards that lived in your universe got hit by a bus when he was seven or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and like, Wolverine, where have you been, sir? <laughs> Different universe. Yep. Um, yeah, that was so that was the list from, well, it wasn't the complete list from that What Culture video. There was also like uh, Lightyear, which I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. The kids probably, uh, I'll probably end up going I, yeah. now that I mention it. That's, I, I'll probably be at Lightyear, actually. <laughs> but I don't really care. I have said many times that I don't have the attachment to Toy Story that even you do. Yeah. I just don't, I don't for some reason, I don't I care. I just had a kid at the right time for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't have cared given two shits. But that's I, probably. But I had a five-year-old when fucking Pixar really started being Pixar. So it's <laughs> funny because if you because I'm, I'm not attached to any of the new ones, right? Like which, I, I watch the new ones like once and that's it. Like, uh, well, but you'd have no other reason. I don't yeah. like. I think it'd be weird if I was constantly rewatching Moana. Well, that's the thing because <laughs> uh, you're exactly right. Like my favorite Disney or Pixar is Moana. I think it's, that's a great movie, but mm-hmm. like I've never just watched it. Yeah, I have seen it. Probably more than any other movie, because that that phase doesn't last very long with the kids. Yeah, um, where you just put on a movie in the morning and it plays all day. Yeah, I've probably seen Moana at least, you know, a, a good chunk enough to say that I saw it 
50 times, probably. Yeah, and that's how I was, like, Finding Nemo. Saw that. And, like, I, I heard it yep. all day long. Like, oh, yeah. so I heard, like, all four showings of Moana. <laughs> <laughs> all 70. Yeah. Because uh, there was a, a time period where Tilly and I were home, and Colin was at school, and Robin was at work. And... Yep. It was fucking Moana <laughs> from sun up to sundown. And she wasn't and she was never a kid to just sit and stare <clears throat> at it and watch. Yeah. She would just wanted it on. Yeah. While she was doing her she's still that way. Um Yeah. Yeah, it does have very it has a lot to do with how old your kids yeah. are. It's like whatever the best I one of that time what, period. What I hope it is. Yeah. There's somebody out there right now who's like, no man, I really fucking love princess or whatever the hell that one was Frog oh princess or something uh, you know what movie sucks is little mermaid the original yeah the, like the 1980 whatever one i haven't seen it in forever so that movie sucks <laughs> like i still have i know i've never every time tilly because tilly watches it fairly often um i've never seen i've probably seen 20 percent of it and that was like one percent at a time mm. on 20 different occasions. Yeah. Uh, that movie sucks. <laughs> I haven't watched it since, you know, it was out. I'm not going to waste time going into it, but it <laughs> sucks. Um, there are also, uh, for upcoming Korean movies, um, and these are all, like, within the next month, uh, which we were, we mentioned earlier, what that means for us, who fucking knows. Yeah. Uh, that's the unfortunate thing of uh, liking and looking forward to Korean cinema mm -hmm. uh, releases because you have absolutely no idea when... And it's not like we can just pirate it. Right. Because chance it might be in Korean. Yeah. I mean, yeah which I, is not helpful. Right. <laughs> which is, there aren't many... You could probably watch The Swordsman without... I'm trying to think of a... That would be a fun list. The ones that you don't need subtitles for, you could just watch it. Um, who knows? Maybe some of them would be available day one... For digital purchase. I don't know. But uh, all of these are coming out within the next month. Uh, the sequel to The Outlaws, I forget what it's called. Uh, that was one that you really Is it really the same liked. director? Same director. Yoon Seung Kong. And I'm looking up his filmography right now. If you just go to, yeah, if you, or if you just go to Outlaws and scroll <clears> to, the, to the upcoming related. projects. King of Savvy. No, so maybe not. No, that's a TV series. Let me go to our man, Madong. See what he's got for upcoming. Because literally, I could just fill my entire thing with just what he. It's called is. the Roundup. Yep. Um. Oh, he goes to a foreign country to expedite to extradite a suspect. However, he discovers additional murder cases and learns about a com killer who has committed crimes against tourists for many years. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so that comes out next month. There's a, there's a planned third one also. Yeah, but there is, like, production status completed. No date. What, for the second one? Yeah, for the, oh, for the roundup. Yeah. yeah, that's, it was, like, May, it was on the most, the latest uh, Ian Talk video. Yeah. There was a date, like, May 27th <coughs> or something. There's um, also apparently a Gangster, the Cop, and the Devil remake coming out. An American one? No, it doesn't say. <laughs> Just says Very it's good. in development. I didn't care for that. I have yet to watch it. I did purchase it, but I have yet to watch. Be interested it. to see what you say. I, I would. I was. I had higher. I had high expectations for it. I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was a little let down. Um, sequel to The Witch, a movie we both liked. 
So what's this one called? You know, I don't know. It's Witch. not the Subversion Two. It's, I think it's The Witch Part Two, something or other. Uh, that was actually my intro into the. Yeah, right now it's just called The Witch Part Two. Yeah, and and they don't even tell you what it's about on IMDb. Ooh. It's just know what this is about. Be the first to add a plot. Hmm. Uh, so obviously no date. There there was a date. He gave a date in that. Uh, he had dates for all of them in the, <clears throat> uh, in that video. Well, I'm sure they have dates. <sighs> Freaking guys over there. Yeah. They actually live in the country. Um, yeah, we both liked that. That was my first Korean movie, mm-hmm. uh, other than Parasite, uh, as far as like branching out into the mm-hmm. to the weird stuff. Well, not weird. I shouldn't have said that. It was still uh, weird. It was very weird, uh, that one in particular. Because uh, it hit the whole American Idol thing. And then... <laughs> like, yeah, like, what is this movie? Is it a singing like, competition? And then there was, like, blood everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, and it's got... Uh, Key Tech is in that, too. Key mm-hmm. Tech was... A, that's that's our third Key Tech reference today. <laughs> uh, is in that. Um, another one that I haven't even seen the first one yet because it's one of those that's Amazon only that I've been I'm almost pulling the trigger mm-hmm. using my uh, my stuff to buy is the Admiral Roaring Currents. It's uh, that was the first one. Roaring Currents. Roaring Currents was the first one. It's about it's like fifteen thirty seven or something. It's mm-hmm. basically three hundred but Korean and uh. and Navy. He, like, fought off 300 uh, or a gazillion uh, Japanese ships with, like, 13 or something like that. And that is also a trilogy, but he's, uh, like, in this one, it's it's uh, uh, Choi Min-seek, who was um, mm-hmm. old boy and, and a bunch of other good stuff. <coughs> uh, the sequel is him younger, ah. earlier in his career. And then I think the third, I think they go in reverse order. And then the, the planned third one is he's even younger. Because I look, if you look on that, he's there's a younger actor playing him in each one. Man, this was the last film that guy directed, too. So he's obviously been working on this show. That's what he's been doing, I guess. So that comes out next month. I, maybe I'll just, see, I hate renting stuff. Mm. I should just rent it. That would be the smart thing to do. I'm with you. I never, I even if it's like available forever, renting for like three ninety nine, and it's like to buy for like eleven ninety nine. I'm like, I'll wait. <laughs> I've been, I've had the Admiral. This is one of the reasons why, though, because with me, if I go to rent it, if I'm not watching it that night, yes. I have forgotten that I rented. Yes. There's a film that I've been meaning to watch. It's like this German horror film. I have now paid to rent it twice. Yeah, and I do not own it, <laughs> and I still have not seen it. So I've spent eight bucks to on not watch nothing. it. To not watch it. You can purchase it for 11 Yeah. And I'm like, I should have just fucking done that to begin with, which is why I don't rent things. It's so the same reason I don't rent stuff at Net- on Redbox, because half the time I fucking forget to take it back, yeah. and then I've paid 8 bucks for it, and I'm like, I should have just Do you waited. buy more from Redbox yes. than you rent? Yeah. I What I do is I just go to the Redbox app, and I go to, like... Buy at the kiosk for three ninety nine. Nice. And I see what's available. And like right now, if I want to buy Ghostbusters Afterlife on Blu-ray, I can buy it for four ninety nine. Are you going to? Most likely. Hmm. And then what I do is after that, if I, thing is, I might end up never even watching it. And then because a bunch of them, I'm like, I'm not going to pay twenty bucks for the Blu-ray when it comes out because I know right. this is one that might be a 4K Best Buy Black Friday sale for yeah, ten. Yeah, seems for eight prime months. for that, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. 
So I'll buy it for like four or five bucks, knowing if I decide to watch it between now and then, I can. And if it ends up on 4K, then I just have a Blu-ray of it anyway that I can then give away. Right. Um. But yeah, like right now for three ninety nine, they say three ninety nine and up, but most of them are like three ninety nine or four ninety. It's like Venom, No Time to Die, Last Night in Soho. They should give you money to take Venom. Did you watch the second one? I did. Holy shit, that movie's bad. Yeah, it's not great. Lord, <laughs> and it had better reviews than the first I, I one. I know. I was. Did you people watch the same movie? This movie sucks. That was one that I I think I gave a two and a half. I, I and that still was haven't too much. picked up Fast Nine. It's Which, on, by the way, did you see? Uh, what's his name? Left Fast Nine. Yes. Yeah. Because Justin. Shockingly, uh, Vin Diesel's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and hard to work with. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, wow, that guy has made his career directing five of those fucking films, and yeah. even he's like, nope, I'm not going to direct, which will likely be a very, very you know, profitable one because it's Is the tenth that, one. Okay, so nine is the one that just got to HBO. Yeah, I said Robin and I would always flip through the the you know. You should just watch arrived it. or whatever. You should watch it. And when it's I got fucking, to that, it goes off the rails so badly. <laughs> I said, "Look, Robin, Fast Nine. She's like, "No," didn't even get didn't even get the sentence out. Yeah, like I said, I still have the soft spots for like, you know, four, five, six. Yeah. I remember liking one or one, maybe two of those. Seven was okay, the one we went to first see, and then like eight and nine, I'm just like, God damn it, they, they <laughs> suck. What are they doing? The Rock was smart. The Rock knew when to get out. Is he not in no, this at all? Nope. He wants nothing to do with it. And I'm from there the sense, that's what a lot of them are starting to feel like. Yeah, there it is. There's no, no Rock in that picture. Nope. Uh, so that's why The Witch Part 2 comes out next one. <laughs> and the last one that comes out is the new uh, park in June in the Park, uh, Park Chan-wook's new one, Decision to Leave. Don't even really know what it's about. Something about a, a guy goes to investigate a murder and some park shit happens. He decides to leave. Maybe. Uh, that one we might get a, a stateside release. Yeah, I was wondering if that would be the sort of thing that would be available to buy. Because I'll buy it. Yeah. I love this description. A detective investigating a man's death in the mountains meets the dead man's mysterious wife in yeah. the course of his dogged sleuthing. The the, the <laughs> descriptions I, for them are always some hilarious. Dogged sleuthing. Yep. Way to go, pal. Yep. Um, yeah, there is no no date attached. But if anybody was going to get like a stateside release, it would be him or you know Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Oh, this actually had Oak Denier release date in France. Oh, it's playing at Con. It played at Con. It's playing yeah. at Con. Yeah, yeah. yeah. May twenty third. Yeah. France isn't that weird. Yeah. Um. But Christ, there's stuff that comes out at Con that doesn't come out for another year. Yeah. Stateside. <clears throat> so this very much might not be something we get to see this year. Maybe we should just learn Korean. I thought. Uh, remember, I thought. I was wondering if maybe I would pick something up by watching, like, no. Is the answer no? Yeah, Yeah. the answer is a hard no. (laughs) Uh, That's what I suspect would have been for me, too. You get, you start to get inflections and, like, stuff like that and flow of the language, but, like, I have no idea what they're saying. (laughs) Like, none. And couldn't, I think, although I think Sheba means something like fucker or something like that. Yeah. 
And for as much as they say bastard, you'd think I'd pick that one up. Nope. But I don't. Nope. It's even hard because well, they, they say names so quickly. It's mm. even hard to pick names out oh, of yeah. sentences sometimes. And I, I hate to say it because it sounds so xenophobic, but man, it's fucking gibberish to me. It, yeah. It's, you, you take my inability to learn a foreign language. Yeah. Tie that to my inability to hear well. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I am fucking doomed on this. Although uh, they are great, because uh, the, the shitty thing about, it's not shitty, um, I end up having to watch most movies down here, mm-hmm. or in my bedroom with a headset on, I don't often get to use the big TV because mm-hmm. because I have a subwoofer and all that stuff. It can't be very loud or it wakes up the whole house. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I ironically almost never watch movies on my TV in my living <laughs> on room. On the big TV. Uh, it's usually right here or in my room. Because um, Robin is not, it would drive me nuts, but Robin is not bothered at all by a movie being on while she's sleeping. Uh, which I couldn't. Uh, I don't think. I like it to be as dark as possible. But anyway. Um, so the only things that I, was us- that I can usually watch at night are Korean movies, because I turn the volume way down, because I don't need to really hear all that much. No. Uh, you just need to see it. Because the thing that, that you can't hear because of the, is the, the dialogue, and it's the, if, if something crashes or something, it makes the whole house shake. <laughs> um, but if you turn it down where the dialogue isn't even really, you can't even really hear it, but you can still hear what's going on in the movie, that's perfect. But I can't do that. I refuse to do that with like an English-speaking movie and just reading the subtitles. Yeah. It's weird that I won't do that. Hmm. So anyway, those are the, uh, the four Korean movies that we may or may not get in 2022. Those are pretty cool. It's a good-looking list. Um, Some people whose names I recognize. That... I'm always up for more Madong. So the... I think it's actually the director of The Witch. Let me double check before I make an ass of myself. Because I, uh, I don't know uh, if you saw, but like doing the Eternals put a fucking crimp in Madong's acting time. Yeah, it like did. that was like the it one. Did. That was like the last film he's did. Yeah, it's been a while. <clears throat> um. So, I watched The Chaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you recall a lot of it? Some of it? Some? Most of it? Uh, it was good. We so now we, we've both seen uh, two of his three. I mean, he's got five credits, but I don't even think those other two are movies. Yeah, that's a nine-minute short, and that's a twelve-minute short. Yeah, so he's made three movies. He's made uh, the Yellow Sea, which you just purchased, mm-hmm. uh, the Chaser, which we watched last year, and then the Wailing, which I watched last year, and you watched whenever it came out. Yeah, the year it came out. So. Uh, having seen his three movies, they do get progressively better. I think The Wailing is the best one, The Chaser's probably second best, and Yellow Sea is his third best. Yeah. Yellow Sea is still pretty good. It was still well worth the $4.99? You three or four ninety nine. Yeah, it one was pretty cheap. It was cheap. But the, uh, <clears throat> going back to the Admiral, um, I haven't bought it because it, some of them just fucking never go on sale. Yep. And I, ref- I, something in me won't let me do it because yeah. I know that like the next day... So there's, there's like four of them. That, uh, the Admiral, one called uh, Asura, City of Madness, and uh, one called Exit, and one called, um, what's it called? Extreme Job. Hmm. $14.99, never fucking go on sale. Have never seen any of them streaming anywhere. Yep. No, I won't pay $14.99 for a digital. 
this won't. It's just it's just too much damage. Unless it. it's like a, something like when like A twenty four does their one night only rental type thing. Yeah. And even then, I'm God. I'm like, fuck. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Is it just because I need to see it that fucking badly? Right. Because like right now, I could. It's not an A twenty four film, but like you get uh, the Northman is now available on digital. Yeah, for like you can rent it for nineteen ninety nine or, or buy, buy it, it for twenty four ninety nine. There's no reason for that to be twenty four fucking. Well, yeah. when it, yeah, it. Well, the same thing is going on with Batman. Batman yeah. is thirty one dollars to buy. Jesus, because it hasn't. It's not technically in the digital window yet. It'll yeah. drop down to nineteen ninety nine whenever it hits that. Northman presumably will do the same. Um, the only time I will do that, and is if it's kind of like uh, Ghostbusters is a good example. Mm-hmm. I paid twenty dollars for Ghostbusters because it was family movie night. Yeah, so it's like. The day it came out, it was like, hey, it's just like going to the movies, yep. except you don't have to fucking leave. Yes. And it's cheaper. Yeah. That's a big deal. <laughs> so, in, in times like, things like that, I will buy day the one. The Northman will not be family movie night. Though. No, it won't. It won't. No. It is all about family, though. <laughs> so. Family. Different family. <laughs> well, it's, from what I've heard about it, it's, it's Hamlet, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, if I remember correctly, it's, it might be the legend that Shakespeare got Hamlet from. Well, it does seem it's it's obviously a familiar legend because I remember mm-hmm. when the, f- the trailer first came out, I was like, "That's the first twenty minutes of Assassin's Creed Valhalla." Yeah. So I'm sure it's a very common. I mean, it's common in, in not just Norse mythology, yeah. but like in all cultures to have that. Your uncle killed your father, and yep, and you were exiled, and now yeah. you got to come. When you grow up, and it's the you... Lion King for Christ's sake, <laughs> you know. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so there's, it, a, it's, there's a double feature for you. Yeah, it's, so it's not a, it's not an unfamiliar story. Um, so it's, but it does. It ain't the Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, it's dark. <laughs> man, it's so dark. Uh, it, it was it was me and uh, one other dude. I sent you the screenshot yeah. of that were there, and it was the day. It was actually the day that Doctor Strange came out, and Doc. It was playing in four theaters. Jesus. Uh, so I was in, was it 10, 8, 6? Mm-hmm. I was in, yeah, 6 uh, for the Northmen. And the first, the front four were all uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange. So it was just me and the dude in J3 or whatever. And then at the last minute, two other jackasses came in, had to fucking ruin it. Because uh, the guy, they ended up, they were sitting kind of to my left behind me. And he kept saying something. I, I couldn't. Like he was talking to the movie, like, shut yeah. up, dude. Yeah. No one, movie can't hear you. I know. I, I don't understand some people sometimes. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, just fucking watch it. Because there was like, at, at Firestar, I mean, it was pretty full because it was, yeah. you know, a special event. Yeah. But there was like a person like back into our left who fucking kept cackling at things. And I'm like, that is not that funny. And that's not a nervous laugh it's, you're making. It's one thing if everyone does. Yeah. But when you know, when you realize you're the only one, you, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not at home. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I should tone it down a and, little bit. And, and not appropriate for right. what you're laughing at. <laughs> right. Like I, I, I've been there where I've laughed at some shit in movies that was pretty fucking dark, and I'm just like, I, I'm like, okay, I'm laughing to kind of get through it. But this was just like, no, you really find this funny. <laughs> that person, every scene is the fucking Death Star exploding. Yep. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Quit ruin our movies, people. Jesus. Um, did you have any uh, uh, thing that you cared about? I'm going through my A24 stuff right now. 
Uh, I've seen some really good shit that I'm quite happy with. Um, if I can't remember if you've seen Spring Breakers or not. I have not. You need to fucking watch it. Okay. It, I, and it sucks. Cause I, I, I know James Franco's kind of a dick bag of a human being. Yeah. But man, after watching both Spring Breakers and The Disaster Artist this month, I saw that you watched. He's Disaster fucking Artist. talented. He really is. Yeah. He's well, a lot of dick bags are. But man, fucking Spring Breakers, and this is this was the weirdest thing about it. It's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Like, really? sh- it is gorgeously shot, unbelievably well shot. There are some scenes, and it's like that's a fucking. That's a poster at some tattoo parlor somewhere right now, you know, in Miami <laughs> type of thing. Uh, Spring Breaker, Selena Gomez hosted Saturday Night Live this week. Ah. Uh, she was good in it. Um, She's good in that new show, the show, the, the uh, I think it's Hulu. Robin was watching it the, with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, yeah, the, the podcast, podcast one, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so Spring Breaker's really, really fucking good. I, anytime I buy something new, though, now, just because there's a scene in it where he sh- where James Franco is showing off his house and the stuff and he's just like look at all my shit <laughs> look at it look at it. that's an AK over that look at all my shit and he says it like eight times so like the past like two times I've like bought in a new movie or something and brought it home and Andrew's like oh what'd you get and I'm like look at all my shit <laughs> and she's like shut up <laughs> there's your uh, you could put that in with this is the end for a <coughs> letterbox list of movies where James Franco shows off his house yep uh, obvious child. I, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was also really fucking good. What was that on? That uh, I, I Showtime. Okay. Showtime. Um, almost all of these were on Showtime. Um, a few I own. Oh yeah, you t- oh you yeah you said yeah, that, that uh, they have. It was really good though, and a really necessary film because like I watched that like the day after the Roe versus Wade leak, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Good timing for this film. Uh, and it's also got the dude who played Plop on the la- like the last season of The Office. Who was that? He was the one that was dating Aaron, sort of towards the end. He's uh, that memorable in The Office. <laughs> was it the guy that was? Was he eventually on Veep? I haven't got that far into Veep. <laughs> <laughs> I might be picturing the wrong person. The guy that was Jonah on Veep was he on The Office? No. Um, but again, it's, it's, he's a very generic looking guy. Um, I watched eighth grade Bo Burnham's film. I still haven't gotten to that. It's It's really good. And surprisingly life affirming and sweet considering it's coming from Bo Burnham. Cause Andrea watched it with me. She's like, Oh, that was really good. I'm like, yeah, it's the same guy who did that Netflix special inside during the pandemic. She's like, Oh my God. Um, Swiss army man. The Radcliffe? Absolutely must watch. I've heard that's really it's, good. It's the same guys who did um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, that one. Yeah. So fucking good. Like The Daniels? Unbe- yeah, The Daniels. Unbelievably creative film. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe is killing it in that film. Who? It's him and who? Paul Dano. Okay. So, you know, you got the so, Riddler. So Harry Potter, Potter and the Riddler. Yeah. Leave him stranded alone. And, um, and the... And the and the blue-haired chick from Scott Pilgrim eventually is in it. Mary, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Yep. Uh watched Lady Bird. Love that fucking movie. That's good. Uh rewatched Midsommar. I watched the three-hour cut for the first time. Oh, good. Th- God damn, that, <laughs> that movie's fucking brilliant. It really is. Uh, but, yeah, it was a whole day. Yeah. That's what I watched, like, 
on one of my sick days. I think it was Friday, Thursday or Friday. I watched it Friday on my sick day. Um, and then I watched The Disaster Artist. So my 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 twenty May twenty four watches are really good so far. The only one I've watched from them that was meh at best. I watched The Humans, which oddly enough, Amy Schumer was in it, not being funny. Uh, purposely though this time. <laughs> Her um, show, I guess, is fine. When as long as she's not the one writing the jokes. Yep. But even that was like a three a three. Uh I watched Dark Places, the um one with Charlize Theron as another Gillian Flynn adaptation. Yeah. With a good director, that film would have been spectacular. Yeah. The director it's, was not good though. Uh speaking of long, Colin has made it two hours and twenty six minutes into Lord of the nice. Rings. We'll see if we'll finish that up tonight uh, with another hour and 15 minutes to go. Uh, I also watched the De Palma documentary about Brian De Palma. Okay. Uh, I probably could have rated it higher because I like his films. Mm -hmm. But as like, it's literally, they just point the camera directly at Brian De Palma. He talks about his movies and then it shows clips from the movies. That's not really a documentary. It it seems like it's more of like a videoed commentary. It seems like an extra. But it's Blu-ray an, extra. Yeah, but it's an hour and a half long, so. Uh, but it was good. It was fun listening to him talk about, you know. So it was like a double episode of the actor's studio or whatever? Kind of, yeah, but no <laughs> one's asking him questions. So he's, <laughs> he's just, just talking. He's just talking. There's no James Lipton. But it's, you know, a good hour. Thankfully, I mean, it was an hour and a half, so it was a good amount, good amount of time. And, I mean, if you weren't familiar with a lot of his films, it would probably be kind of dull, but... It was neat hearing him talk about, you know, like the bonfire of the vanities and how that mm-hmm. ended up sucking and how he's that had trouble suck. finding work from time to time. You know, you can feel he, he's... Because like, I didn't even know that was him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do remember it sucking. But though. it talks about like the Untouchables and Mission, the original Mission Impossible, um, a bunch of his earlier films like Carrie and Phantom of the Paradise. Untouchables is four ninety nine right now. That, in case you're wondering. That's a good film. It's, it's I haven't my, watched it in forever, but that, that's a good damn film. Uh, well, Romancing the Stone is, too. So Is it in 4K? I don't think so. I love that fucking movie. Uh, it's so weird that that sequel... Nope. Yeah. 1080. That sequel is, like, my first, like, disappointing movie theater experience that I remember yeah. when we went and saw that and we were both like what was it Jewel of the Nile Jewel of the Nile because we were both so excited for that and we saw yeah. it and we were like and I remember Barb like came with us and well yeah that's romance I was thinking one of the things I was going to buy it and then it might be too old but see if like the family would watch it because it is something that it's like kind of like in, well it's kind of like Indiana Jones yeah. everyone can enjoy it yeah um, but you know, I think about that movie's 30 years old, so that would be like my mother trying to talk me into watching something from the late 50s when I was 10. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened. Just put it on. You never yeah. know. I mean, he thought uh, he couldn't get 10 minutes into Spider-Man because it looked too old. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. That was 2000. <laughs> so. Yeah. Or 2001. Oh, God. That jewel that I was. I, I, I don't. I, I, one of these days I'll go back and rewatch it as an adult. That time might be now for me, Dan, at four ninety nine. I mean, Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> oh, Jewel of the Nile, yeah. Romance in the Stone I saw a couple years ago. Yeah. And it, it's still good. Yeah. It's still so good. good. Um, but yeah, I remember watching you and I going to see that in the theater and going, 
That was not good. That's not what, what I wanted. What happened? <laughs> why did you do that? How does it have all of the same people and not be not be good? Why it's, why is this? It's hard to wrap your head. It it took me a long time to understand that there was more to making movies than the people that were in it. Yeah. Like, I mean, when did that come out? Like eighty nine? No, I remember before that. Really? I'm gonna say eighty seven at the latest. 85, so Jesus. I, yeah. That was the next fucking year. Yeah. No wonder it wasn't good. <laughs> they gave Guys, them this a, made a ton of money. They just gave them a year. And, ah, and it wasn't Robert Zemeckis directing. Now it makes it sense. It was Louis Teague who directed it. See, now that's something that 10-year-old us would not well, have... Louis Teague did Cujo and Alligator, though, and Death Race. We would not have been... Uh, hip, well, okay, so... So they gave a guy who was mostly known for B-movie and B-movie horror and gave him this. And I, probably very quickly giving the turnaround. Yep. I understand now It why. might have been just, hey, we need to get this movie out. Who's available? Yep. This guy that did Cujo, he'll do. Yep. <laughs> do I get D. Wallace Stone? No! Well, I guess I'll do it anyway. Look how they fucking, they try to rope you in when you look at Ran. It says five nine. It's from five ninety nine. Buy from five nine. Let me guess. Is that like the VHS? That's quality? That's the SD quality. It's twelve ninety nine if you want it in four K. Who buys anybody anything? Fuck in SD? you, Voodoo. Who buys anything in SD quality? Anymore? <laughs> Can you imagine? Like ah, this is where I'm going to save my money right here. <laughs> yeah. You know this gorgeous epic film. <laughs> this is where I'm going to skimp on the fucking uh, C and details. Because when I looked it up, because I, I looked it up first on. Um, because it's not oh, on the Criterion Julie channel. Julie is on HBO Max right now. Might be a double feature, Dan. <laughs> it might be. Might be a double feature. Um, Ran is not on Criterion. No. That's a bummer. I think it was Once Upon a Time. Like, originally, like, Laserdisc. Um, but it, it, it... I can't remember if it's been on... If it, when the last time it showed up on there. Because I don't... It didn't during the last bunch when they dropped a bunch of Kurosawa films. Yeah. It wasn't on there. So this is his King Lear. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's really, really good. It is. I wanted to watch it. I looked it up for. I looked up to see if it was on Criterion. It was not. So I looked up to see if it was disc to digital. It was not. Mm. So then I just looked it up on Vudu, and it fucks you into thinking you're going to get it cheap. It says from five ninety nine, but that's just SD. Yeah. Oh, that's how I watched it. The only time I've ever seen it was on VHS, which is a little below SD, but probably not by much. But when it when you know it's available in 4K, you just can't. Mm -hmm. You can't. And, and again, what kind of are we talking a, a digital upscale from 2K? Right. Yeah. Because 4K does not always mean right. 4K. Well, see, they they don't even call it 4K. They call it UHD. Yeah. So, I'm guessing that's anything north of 2K, yeah. right? But yeah, what, whether or not it was scan, did they scan the the negative? At 4K, or was it scanned at 2K and then up-res, up which is different. Um, have you seen First Love? I have it, but I have not seen it. <laughs> of course, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, I bought it a while ago. Yeah, actually, I think I found that at the Dollar Tree. Um, that one is cheap, and it's also free with ads on, on Voodoo right now. Uh... Very cool. Yeah, I don't know how we got to... Oh, what was the other thing that, that I said was on sale that was four ninety nine? 
I do not that you, That's what started this whole thing. That's what got me into Romancing the Stone. Oh, Untouchables. Brian De Palma. Oh, yeah. Um, that is also part of the 499 this week. But you know what's not? I did end up buying... The reason I had the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly out for you was not that I have watched it, but it popped up in a uh, two for ten bucks. It was part of the two oh, nice. for ten bucks last week. Nice. So I bought it. Downside, uh, kind of like what we're talking about now, it is the only one of the three that is available in 4K, but the deal was specifically for HDX. So you watch. A fucking month from now, it'll be five bucks for all versions, and I'll just buy it again and end up paying what it would have been originally in the first place. <laughs> like an asshole. And Probably. still will not have watched it. Because I can't get through uh, High Plains Drifter because that movie starts with him committing three murders. Mm-hmm murders unarmed people for making fun of him. Yeah, I remember that one being way darker than I expected. And then he rapes a woman. That's right. This is in the first... Hold on, I'll go to it, because it's still... Uh... Oh, oh no, I must have rewound it. I think it's in the first 13 minutes. <laughs> because that's where I stopped watching, and I was like, this is the hero of this story? Yeah, I, rem- I, I remember that one being dark when yeah. I first saw it. So my idea of so now I've kind of skipped the non-trilogy Eastwood and jumped right to um I got about thirty minutes left to San Juro. <laughs> I, I love it when IMDb does these I, the parents guide. Oh yeah. Sex and nudity, mild, but when you click on it, the review says an extremely violent and vicious rape towards yep. the beginning. Toward it's like one of the first. Very scenes. upsetting to watch, and no nudity. Right. So for that they get a mild. I guess it's because there's no nudity, there, but still. If a boob had popped out, that'd be, like, severe. Yeah, so I stopped watching <laughs> But if you go to Violence and Gore, there's a moderate. Yeah. And the first thing it says is, a woman is grabbed and dragged into a barn and held down while being raped as she screams no. Yeah, that was the last scene that I watched. Again, 13 minutes into the movie. <laughs> and that's a movie I bought. It was $2, but still. <laughs> Profanity. Mild. I stopped counting at 50 cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> cuss words. The fact that you Someone else wrote, four uses of shit. Hmm. The stuff people do for this, I'm like... And you know there was someone who was so excited to enter this shit every time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk all about the nudity in this I film. do like... I, I do like the way Voodoo does it. Voodoo's mm-hmm. parental things are written from the point of view of a parent that... Because most of them are written by, like, don't let your kids watch this. The implied rape scene can be intense for younger viewers. Wait, why would you be letting a youngster watch this? I would say any implied rape scene. You would be like, usually an implied rape scene is fine for younger viewers. But in this case, I think it might be... Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's in the middle of a song and dance number, so it's okay for kids. (laughs) They both had tap shoes on at the time, so... (laughs) The weirdest shit on fucking IMDb. Yeah, so on my continue watching <clears throat> list on Voodoo right now, it's it is uh, the extended Lord of the Rings, which is it's a multi viewing thing anyway. This is probably two sittings in. Uh, we'll pro- maybe we'll finish it tonight. High Plains Drifter, which I probably won't finish now, and To Catch a Thief, which frankly is just boring. <laughs> Have you seen To Catch a Thief? Yes, I saw it when the remake come in, came out. Uh, the Trouble with Charlie, which had Mark Wahlberg. I don't remember that at all. You don't need well to. Well done. Okay, you good. don't need to. Was Charlize Theron in that with him? I'm trying to remember who the blonde was that's, in The Catch a Thief. I mean, in um, The Trouble with Charlie. Probably as you're going to get to Grace Kelly. Um, yeah, it's that, that movie's just boring. 
and I'm not, I just don't buy it. Uh, I have a hard time seeing the, the Cary hey, Grant as a cat burglar. Was it just the fuck was it called? Something good. Whose idea was that to uh, to remake something like that? Remake, yeah. That, that's Hitchcock, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what we should do? We should remake a Hitchcock film and change shit up, like the that title. Would be- well, yeah. Oh my I mean, God, that's, Mark that's, Wahlberg has been in seventy-seven fucking things. I believe that. At least. Oh, okay. Uh, a bunch of these are music videos. <laughs> that makes sense. Good Vibrations is in there somewhere, probably. Oh, oh of course it is. That would be like out? remaking Firestarter and then calling the it something else. The truth about Charlie. Okay. Oh no, that Jesus! I was very off. It was Tandy Newton. Okay. Fair enough. Jonathan Demme directed that? Wow, that was very bad for a Jonathan Demme film. Mm. That's, um... Silence of the Lambs, right? Yeah. Well, I can just tell you the source material is weak. Uh, weak Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. You know who fucking hated Hitchcock? Orson Welles. I'm like, every woman he ever met? Uh... <laughs> Orson Welles hated a lot of people, actually. Yeah. There was a whole thread on Twitter of, uh, it was just... People Orson Welles of, hates. Of quotes, of quotes where Orson Welles is saying, on the record, how he hates someone. And I mean, the thread was like 30 tweets long of different quotes of him. And he's not polite about it, or was not polite about no. it. It wasn't like uh, backhanded uh, you know, comments, passive-aggressive. It was like, no, he sucks. He yeah, oh guy. yeah, he didn't, no, he, didn't, he did not mince his words. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, he was an equal opportunity uh, hater, though, because he seemed to hate uh, just about everyone equally. But he, yeah, he hated uh, Hitchcock movies. But anyway, do we have anything else? I am good. Interesting. We will, uh, I'm going to continue my pre-June in the park. Dan's going to continue... With my May 24 and hopefully crank out a couple PT Mays. Maybe I'll try to finish the Master and watch There Will Be Blood for the second time uh, since it came out. All right. Um, that's the plan. All right. So we'll play. Oh, no. You will have watched The Northman. That's what we'll talk yes. about next time. All right. Bye. <laughs>